common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now to talk about all of this is Joe Tacopina. He is President Trump's attorney who's in the thick of this whole thing. Uh, Joe, we are thrilled that you're here. Uh, really quick, uh, what do you think is happening? <laughs> I have no idea, guys. I mean, you know, I didn't get my Michael Cohen daily press briefing today outside the courthouse steps, so I really don't know what's going on, you know. Um, but but really, I mean, I, I have to believe Look, there could be it could be as, as as simple as logistical issues and scheduling issues, but I have to believe that something is going on inside the district attorney's office that's causing them to take a step back and say, "Hey, we what are we doing here?" I think enough people have come out on both sides of the fence, left side, right side, middle, you know, and have said this is outrageous. This violates rule of law. This puts our country in a position where we're on par with, you know, the Soviet Union, China, Nazi Germany, where we take a person and we look for a crime. We do not do that in this country. I think it's even people who would not normally su- support anything that would benefit President Trump um, are coming out and, 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 and speaking out very ferociously against this. So I'm hopeful that something is happening to give them pause, not to mention in the last couple of days, we've annihilated their star. And I put stars in air bunnies. You can't see it. But star witness Michael Cohen with with, you know, former legal representation of his both. Uh, Bob Costello and uh, uh, a big law firm, McDermott, um, coming out and saying that he's lied. Uh, And and by the way, we just had him on the show, too. We just had uh, Bob Costello earlier, and he talked about all of that. Um, Everybody, we're talking to Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina. Judge Weinberg, you got a question. Joe, as a defense counsel, you must be feeling pretty good right now about the way things are developing, even if there is an indictment of of this ham sandwich, as Judge Wachler used to describe it. You yeah, must be feeling yeah. very good that maybe, just maybe, you'll have no true bill vote by the uh, grand jury. And certainly you're in good shape for a trial if this goes to trial. What do you say? I, I Your Honor, I, I say that's correct. Um, I, I This is a case that we will win. Uh, you guys could save this tape. <laughs> we'll win, whether it's, you know, hopefully through the grand jury process where they say, hey, how can we – Bring a case that, by the way, even I just want to say this, guys, let's not forget this. Even if everything Michael Cohen is saying is true, which it's not, it's still no crime. This was a personal civil settlement from a matter that was a decade old at the time um, and, and, and had nothing to do with the campaign, had to do all with making a nuisance settlement, which happens every day in this city. I've done millions of them where you, you, you resolve a, a civil suit to prevent personal embarrassment to yourself and or your family. OK, happens all the time. That is not making a campaign finance crime. And, and more importantly, it was done with personal funds. And if the personal funds would have been expended or, or, or used irrespective of the campaign, it's not a campaign finance issue. Clearly here it would have been. So if everything he's saying is true, again, which it's not. It still wouldn't be a crime. That being said, they're basing a case on a guy who is a pathological liar, a convicted liar, um, now according to two separate law firms, is has lied to them, or according to his current testimony, he's lied to Congress. So 
So he's this guy is in is in such bad way from a credibility standpoint that you can't. No prosecutor worth their salt would ever think about bringing a case on the word of Michael Cohen. As a matter of fact, Alvin Bragg said a few months ago he can't envision a world in which he would bring a case against Donald Trump based on the word of Michael Cohen. But somebody <laughs> obviously got to, we got a governor. Got governor Patterson has a question for you, Joe Chacapina. Hey, Governor, how are you? I am good, Joe. Uh, how are you? I think that um, you really have – we're basically restating what everybody knows, which is there just isn't enough evidence. And also part of what prosecutors look at at times, and the public doesn't always like it, is whether or not they can win the case at a trial. They can't win the case at a trial. There's If he just says, listen – this is why we have a grand jury process. We're very uh, thankful that um, Mr. Costello came in. We're very thankful right. that we got the you, information you got from the law governor. firm. Yep. You got it, Governor. That's exactly right. The, what the governor just said, guys, is exactly how this should play out. And it's, it's, you know, honestly, it's been one of the reasons I thought they had a grand jury in the first place. Because of all the pressure that's been brought down on Alan Bragg, especially after Pomerantz went out and revealed grand jury secrecy, uh, secret information from the grand jury in violation of New York State penal law, and he did all those things and, and, and put more pressure on Alan Bragg, making it look like he was being soft on Trump, which is not good for his, his constituents or, more importantly, his financiers. You know, he became pressured to do something. Well, the way to take that pressure off your shoulders is to say, look, I put the evidence before a grand jury, and the grand jury voted no true bill, and there's nothing more I can do. And, and no one could ever, ever fault him for that. Um, and, and that's his way out here. That's the graceful way out, because once that happens, no one could attack Alan Bragg anymore for saying you were too soft on Trump. And on the other hand, no one could attack Alan Bragg for saying you brought a case that is unwinnable, that is going to divide this country, that is going to create horrific precedent. So, so, uh, so uh, by the way, Joe, uh, Alphonse D'Amato is here. He's shaking his head. The best senator New York ever had. Let me say this to you. Alphonse is there, too? Oh, my God. We don't fool around here. We don't fool around. This is the top show. Every time I call in, this is like the world all-star panel. Every time I call in. Holy cow. These are my idols. Governor Patterson and I worked together on a matter once. He was amazing. Alphonse D'Amato was, you know, a god for the Italian-American community. Wait, wait, wait. What about me and John? What about me and John, Joe? Well, Reed, the other reason I'm on the show, you and John are the reason I'm calling in. These are all Let me give you a quick... A quick and, observation. And quick, I mean, quick observation. There is a crime. And the crime is the waste of taxpayers' money. And this guy, Alan Bragg, breaking every rule and every regulation that any self-respecting district attorney to bring this thing as far as he have. It's a crime to waste uh, the resources of the DA's office. But Christ says, go out and prosecute criminals, you stupid ass. Yeah. Instead of letting him run free, how do That's you feel about crime. how do you feel about that, Senator? I, I, we really want to know how the Senator felt about that. Yeah, he needs to be more emotional. Uh, he runs hot and he, he runs hot he and cold. I want him to be specific. to misdemeanors. Fifty percent of the violent crimes are reduced to misdemeanors in that office. Yet, some way, somehow, we're figuring out how to how to charge Trump with a felony based on non-existent misdemeanors. It's, you got it's, it. It's, we're living in the twilight zone here. Yeah. Well. We love you, Joe Tacopina. Uh, what a way to end it with the great Alphonse D'Amato with that question and that comment. Joe, Absolutely. we wish you so much luck. Keep us posted.